You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Small Business Made Simple, where we take the complex theories and strategies and make them simple to understand and put into action. My name is Tim Kroll. I'm a coach, consultant, speaker, and your co-host for today, and I'm excited to jump into today's topic, environment. See, I know it's kind of a strange topic to be talking about in leadership, but if I'm being transparent, a little authentic, I am truly a recovering control freak. Uh, and in fact, I find in leadership, many, many people are control freaks and many people are stepping into that. You know, social always praises the results. Social communities, the social proof, the social everything, society is pushing us to have results. It's pushing us to be able to show those results, right? <coughs> but even as society pushes us to be able to show the results, it skips the fact that there was years and years and years of hard work and there was failure after failure. And so we kind of skip over all that. We gloss over all of those failures. We gloss over the fact that it took years of learning, years of experience, years of just the blood, the sweat, the toil, the tears, all of that stuff is just going into it. And the pressure to maintain, to maintain that result or quote unquote success, that pressure exacts a toll on us that we cannot pay. So as leaders, society is pushing us towards results. It's pushing us to show those results. And there are countless examples of leaders in companies and whether you want to use Enron or any other hundreds of companies that have failed because they had to keep up the appearance of results yet didn't work on what was going on at the foundation. And they ignored the, the signs. They ignored the things. Xerox, another company that almost went completely belly up. Kodak. I mean, I could go on and on about companies that didn't have healthy environments because they were so focused on the results that they forgot to create that healthy environment. So as we talk about this in leadership, all the pressure that, that, that lays on and forces us, I shouldn't say forces us, but it creates that toll. Again, the payment comes through and oftentimes what we see is destroyed or ruined businesses. Sometimes it's ruined lives. Sometimes it's a family that's completely broken out. Sometimes it's a physical brokenness. Uh, and what I mean by that is there's sometimes when I have watched business owners create massive million dollar type businesses. And as they are on this path to success, producing results, they cut out their own environment. They cut out the things that, that was taking care of them as a person and they give and give and give. Sometimes it's for a good cause, but it leads them down a path of a nervous breakdown. And that affects the body, affects the physical part of things. There's so many pieces on this. So as we look at this, and I don't want to get too, too deep in all these things, but I just want to share with this one aspect. Because I almost succumbed to this whole pressure. I almost had a complete physical breakdown. Now, fortunately, there was a warning sign that goes on. It was going on in the back of my mind. 
but it had gotten down and I had done about five to seven years or so of e-com business. And all of the pressure always comes in the fourth quarter. You know, it's always a pressure to get the, the most sales because this is our go time. We've got to make the most of it. Then you add on top of that, you got family pressures then you got extended family and you've got travel and you've got, Hey, you need to show up. And to be quite frank, I had allowed myself to get to the point of not having a healthy environment for my own personal life. And it, in the, the business as well as in my personal life, it started to break down. And so what I found myself one night driving back, it was almost 10, 10 11 o'clock at night after a long drive back from Pennsylvania, the door fell down, the garage door fell down, and I, fell my, I found myself in a point of utter brokenness where I just went ballistic, like WWE kind of thing, beating, and crap, beating the crap out of the, the garage door. And in the back of my mind, again, the warning sign was kind of going off, and then I was doing this in front of my family. And... I could just see in their eyes the fact that they were flabbergasted at the fact that, is this really dad? I've never seen him act like this. And so I did have to go back and I had to apologize. But what that led me to, the lesson that I learned out of that was the fact that the environment is so important, not only in our business, but in our own personal lives. And so this is kind of a twofold when it comes to leadership. This is the, the first two phases of it. Number one is it's important to be able to lead ourselves, but it's also important to be able to lead our businesses, be, lead, be able to lead those that are following us, right? And so as we look at this pressure, how do we create a healthy environment? Well, the first one is to recognize that we, what we do have control over and what we do not have control over, right? So we do not have control over an employee's growth. We do not have control over the results. What we do have control over is the environment within which those things happen. So we have the control over the environment of our company. We have the control over the environment around our culture where the employees live and thrive. We have, the, we have control over the environment about how the customer experience happens. We have control over the environment of how we treat our manufacturers. Zappos is a great story about this. And I'm just a little quick side trail. You, if you ever want a great story on how to create a healthy environment with your manufacturers, your suppliers, man, read Zappo, uh, the story of Zappo. It's um, Delivering Happiness is the name of the book, but a phenomenal, phenomenal book. All right, so let me liken it this way. Maybe this will help you understand a little bit more. See, we can liken healthy environments to growing a garden. We can liken it to raising animals, because what do you do? You can't control the fact that a plant is going to grow, but you can't control how you fertilize, how you weed it, how you pull out um, anything that's going to stop it, or you, you pull out the rocks, then you, you want to make sure that it gets watered, that it's in a good environment, that the soil is rich. So you're controlling the environment through which the garden will grow and produce. But if you keep digging in and looking at the seed, did it grow yet? It ain't going to grow because you're messing with that environment. You want to create that environment and then allow things to grow. Same thing with raising animals. I can't force that animal to grow up. I can't force that chicken to lay an egg. I can't force anything to happen on that part of it, but I can create a healthy environment. I can feed it the right type of thing. I can give it a nice environment within which it lives. All of those things, I can control the environment. It is no different in our own personal lives and inside of our business lives as well. Because leaders so often, and this is, this is again, the trap that I fell in, but leaders so often focus on controlling the results that they neglect the environment that achieves those results. Let me say that again, because that's really, really important. Leaders often get so focused on controlling the results that they neglect the environment that achieves those results. So if you don't have a healthy environment, you can fake results for a little while, but you will implode. If you don't have a healthy environment, you can keep face for a while, but it's gonna implode. 
And that's when the ego gets involved. And that's a conversation for another day. But as I, as I always promise, and this is one of the things about, you know, our small business made simple is let's look at three specific ways that you can help create a healthy environment in your life, in your business, and for those that you're, that are following you, because this is the area of influence. So number one, you ready? Are you writing it down? Number one is you have to listen to those that you are leading. See, there's many CEOs that are tasked with changing an organization or bringing it back from the brink of failure, brink of collapse, or having a business implode. One of those guys, Jack Welch from GE, one of the main things that he did is he opened up communication channels on all levels. He wanted to hear what was going on on the front lines. He wanted the ideas from the front lines because this is truly what a leader does. A leader is flipping that model. It's no longer I'm going to dictate. It's more how can I meet those needs. That's what a true leader does, a servant leader does, is they want to be able to understand what challenges, what obstacles, what things are going on on the front lines. And then as a leader, how do you remove those obstacles? The only way to be able to do that is to be able to listen to those that you are leading. And then that has a monumental impact because as ripples ripple out from a stone thrown in a, in the middle of a pond, those that you are leading will then effectively lead others and they will effectively deal with the customer. So number one is listening. And I would also refer back because we just posted, I was number two, and maybe you can go back if you haven't heard it, but go back to that podcast number two, because we give several tips on communication and how to be clear in that. But one of the key elements that we will always talk about is you have to be able to listen to your people that are following you, the, the people that you're influencing, you always have to be able to listen to that. Number two, the building culture. That culture has to be crystal clear inside of your business. And I'm going to give you this little quick outline. So this is a little sub note underneath of point number two, but you must understand what is your vision, mission, and core values. Now let me define it this way. So it's a little bit more clear. Number one, vision is where you're going to end up, whether that's one year, five years, or 10 years. Vision is what is going to happen in that amount of time, where you're going to be. So you have what the world looks like today versus what the world looks like in five years or 10 years or wherever you're going to end up. Your mission is how you're going to be able to accomplish that. So not only do you see where you're going to be, your mission defines how you're going to be able to get to that point. Number three is your core values. The core values are the boundaries within which you'll play. So you have vision, which is where, you have mission, which is how, and then you have core values, which is basically your why. Those boundaries within which you're going to live, breathe, eat, drink, everything, how you operate your business. Because as you build culture, and when that becomes a crystal clear, both for yourself, for your employees, and for your customers, as well as your manufacturers, that gives you the ability and situation when hard things rise. When opportunity shows up, and you're like, well, does that opportunity have distraction, or is it truly an opportunity? Because you have such crystal clear view of where you're going, you won't be distracted by the sirens calling off into the far east of wherever. All right. The other thing too, and I'll, let me just emphasize this point in a different way. I recently had a situation where one of the individuals that I was coaching had a member of his team have a death very close in the family. The culture supported that person in a way that was phenomenal. In other words, they ended up giving them two weeks off, just completely paid, allowed to go take care of the situation. They supported them in how can we help? What can we do? What All of the support that came out came from the core values. 
because core values dictated how they were going to act in the middle of a crisis situation, what they were going to do, what they were going to say, and how they were going to move forward. That then created loyalty. It created a tribal. It created a culture that was tighter than ever. So culture is absolutely key when you're looking at creating a healthy environment. So let me go back through. Number one is listen to those people that you're leading. Number two, build your culture with clear, a clear direction. And number three is adapting. I think oftentimes we get so fixed in our set, our mindsets that we forget that we have to adapt because there, there, and, and Carol Dwick is probably the leading expert when it comes to growth mindset versus fixed mindset. And she's got a great book, again, strongly encouraged mindset book by Carol Dwick. But it is the one main thing is this, is you either come to a situation with a fixed mindset, which means you cannot learn, which means everything that you know is, has gotten you this far is going to have to get you further. A growth mindset says that I can expand. I can become better. I can be more. So when you're faced with a challenge, I want to embrace that challenge rather than avoid it. So adapting. So the tale of two business owners. And right now we're dealing with obviously COVID. So if you're listening to this, you look back at 2020, you can say, oh, yeah, I do remember those times. But we have two restaurant owners, both up the street, two blocks away from each other. COVID happens. They have to shut down. One guy looks at it and says, oh, I can't believe the government's doing this, doing this to me. I can't believe COVID's doing this to me. I can't. He's blame, 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 blame. The other guy looks at it and says, okay, well, what is open? Well, we have drive throughs We've got pickup. We've got delivery. We've got all of those things that are open. He says, okay, this weekend, we're going to go out and we're going to build a drive through where you're going to be able to come through, pick it up. We're not going to have any physical contact. We're going to follow the rules. We are within the guidelines. We're going to be safe. And so he adapts. If you look at those two people as they're coming down, and Dean is the one that first introduced the story to me, and it's so it's such an awesome, clear picture about adapting is the fact that after 2020, a year later, you look back and you interview those two people. One of the things that they say or, or how they interview and how they, they look back is number one, the one guy is going to say it was the worst year ever because this happened, that happened, blame, blame, blame. That's the fixed mindset. The other guy is going to look back and say, man, 2020 was the best thing ever. COVID was the best thing ever. Not only did we expand our business, we doubled, tripled, quadrupled our sales because we were able to adapt. We were able to do these things. It gave us opportunity that were, that was never there before. So the question in adapting and building a health environment, which one are you creating inside of your company? Which one are you living by? So Jim Rohn calls this setting the sail. You see, the wind blows on everybody. It's exactly what Jim says. I mean, whether it's the environment, the government, doesn't matter. It blows on everybody. Why is one individual, why is one business successful when the other is not? It's because that business has learned not to complain about the wind. But they learned how to set their sail in a way they could take advantage of it. So in creating an environment, you truly have to pursue this. You have to pursue this in a way that's going to give you a healthy environment, not only for you, but also for your entire team, for those that you serve, your customers, and for your manufacturers. So until next time, appreciate you guys. Love to hear more stories. Love, want to hear how this has impacted your life, what changes you've made. Please send out an email to us. Let us know. Contact us because... We are here for you, and we want to make sure that we're giving you value. And if there's any way that we can provide more value, please, please, please let us know. So until next time, we'll talk soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. 
Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.